In the next two years, I had decided to become a study of my papa and learn how to approach him with my problem. In those two years, I learned that I could not stand him. Not understanding how he became like this, I followed him to his workshops and stayed right beside him, refusing to answer people and stay holding a doll or two that brought me the most comfort. I tried to smile as he would wound the tale of a miracle that he found in saving his wife, how he graciously offered it to people and how those people paid to help keep up our home. Every word that he said was a half-truth or a likely lie. The fact that he knew how to spin the story better with talking about REM states and neuronic connections and those long, complicated things to make him sound better and more professional was worse. He acted as if this was the best thing invented, not the fact that the warmth of so many people was stolen from their bodies by me using that and now was stored in my room through dolls or that their bodies were pretty much flesh versions of the same things, lying there without a need to do anything but sleep. Pretty empty things that only indicated that they were alive was their breathing and nothing else. The worst part was now that he was selling the option of this to people, that he said he was preparing to make a facility for these people, moving on to bigger, laying out plans and PowerPoints and paper, a building to house over a hundred more souls, all of them with state-of-the-art care and people looking after them while they sleep, the first of many. I puked in public for the first time hearing that and realizing what that meant for me. Papa was mad, but now, ever the liar, he used my now mentally fragile condition to sell this even more. His clumsy, sick child. Look how I held onto dolls like I was a little child. How I refused to sleep. How I could not stomach food anymore. It was over a certain degree. Surely, I would soon be going under the same thing that my mother went through. But he really wanted to solve the reason behind my mama's sickness to cure me before I had to go under the long, restful, sleeping miracle that would help me in time. But don't worry, just like he was fighting for Mama and me, he'd fight for you too, even though you have the benefit of sleeping away all the time and failed trials. In private, Papa would tell me not to screw up too badly, telling me that if I made the doctors and the people with money run away, that Mama would never be fixed and that I'd be responsible for her death. Once again, I froze. Even though Papa grew into someone I did not like, with all of the slimy dealings for the sake of Mama, who was I to go against it? I did not want Mama to die. After all, this was why it started. The least I could do for not following Mama's orders or not using that was to make sure that she was healthy again when she awoke. I clung on to that and bowed to Papa later on, trying to choke down the illness I felt towards heat and tried to muster up a smile and some answers even though I really just wanted to go back in my room and cry, or to go to our home and guzzle down a gallon of ice-cold water to chase away the rolling warmth in my stomach. However, everything has to end, and to me, I didn't see an ending. Every time I met the sick people of my papa, patting their hands and telling them how they would just wake up better and that they would be better looking and everything, and isn't that doll that looks like you so cute? 
every time I took their warmth using that and putting the warmth into a doll, seeing their bodies going cold into a sleeping state and just breathing as people with stretchers took them away to our house while Papa told the family about the arrangement. I saw the end getting further and further. I knew that there was just going to be another one and another one being added to the collection. And that if I drank nothing but ice and ate no more food, my insides cooked every night, as long as I was fine, I could use that. It. I wanted to cry. I wanted to scream. But there needed to be an ending, a proper ending with Mama, or Mama would never forgive me. For everything that Papa did would be in vain. After all, he wanted to fix everything, to make it better, to make them whole. I had to do it for a, while, a little while longer. I had to hold on a little while longer. And if he would not find a solution soon, I would. I would finish his promise to Mama for him and end this for us both. Papa went ahead and moved everyone, everyone but Mama, that I made sure of. It took all the bodies to move them to make more room for the dolls that was now dominating my room. I laid upon Mama's chest, holding her stubbornly, and looking at them with tears in my eyes and a noisy threat of upchucking the warm rolling heat in my stomach should they try to get close to us. Papa, angry at me, allowed me this and only took to speaking to me later that night, saying such mean things like combed Mama's hair, telling me that if I had loved her, I would let her go. Such cleanness was why so many people died. Or was I truly ignorant what could have happened to her if we were not so fortunate? Would that happen to be my gift? Tears stung my eyes, rolling down my cheeks after he was done, but I refused to answer him, no matter how much I wanted to. I refused and continued to brush the hair of Mama's body, holding her doll in my arms as I looked at the gentle breathing body. The words of what he said was rolling in my head over and over again, haunting my dreams with the waking, suffering heat. He said them to be mean and let what he wanted happen, happen. Maybe there was something to take away from what he said. Did letting go prove your love to someone? Wasn't in that wasn't that in a way giving up? I let go of Mama's heat, let her go fully. Would she be mad? I knew Papa would. She was why all of this started in the first place, but I didn't know any of these people, didn't love any of these people like I loved Mama. Did I love these people enough to let them go? Was it even my rights to? After all, their families were paying Papa to be taken care of. If these people wanted to let them go, they would tell Papa, right? Then Papa would tell me to stop using that on them right? I went to sleep more often and stared out into the sky thinking of these things than normal. And in a way, it was better. I didn't have to watch Papa do such slimy things to others, such as lie to them and tell them partial truths. I didn't have to think too much about waking, sleeping, and the rolling heat as I doubt that I doused with gallons of water each day. My mind was filled with people that each doll represented as I looked at them all touched each as their warmth pulsed and beat to a heart that did not exist in their soft cloth bodies, durable and delicate in the forms of button eyes and stitched on smiles. I was lost in Papa's words returning 
to the cold and sweet rays and my deep questions. Living in our pretty house as I was clothed in clothes that people envied, had things people dreamed about, had anything I wished to eat. You know, you act like a doll sometimes. Those words shocked me. They came out of the mouth of one of Papa's new doctor friends. He was young, closer in age to me than the ones I was working for Papa at the time. He was new and an upcoming young doctor. I was curious. I never paid him any mind before he came to me and asked that. Even though he had come before to befriend me, to offer some emotional support for the illness that sent me to a wheelchair and my mother slept on for over a decade now. I never noticed him as I was too caught up in combing my mama's hair and thinking of the secret rows of needle pricks I had put there in the week of trying to see if I could make her stir as well as somewhere else to pick her. I was not prepared to answer him so I hadn't practiced talking to anyone ever since we only had mama in the house again. I had fallen into a silence since talking to Papa, would end up with him scolding me and my mama could say nothing in her sleep. Knowing that he was expecting some sort of answer, I flushed and tried to leave, wondering what I should say next time he was around me. I would not excite him, I would not bring my Papa to be mad at me. He stopped me, however, his eyes carrying a hurt and confusion as them as he tried to reach out to touch my hands. My voice and reasoning lost again as I realized his hands felt so cold in mine. I didn't mean to offend you. How about we start over again, okay? I wanted to start over. I would like to thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to one another of the stories of the Illuminate Archives. I hope you have a wonderful day and your dreams are filled with our nightmares. We will be seeing you soon.